the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praise him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and I pray it's being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called walking through your open door. There's a definite advantage to being a child of God. One of the many advantages is having a God who does things for us that nobody else can do. One of the things that God does for us that nobody else can do is open doors of opportunity like nobody else can do. Doors that nobody can close once they've been opened for me and you. Doors that he opens so that we can walk through and receive as well as achieve all the awesome things that God has planned and prepared for me and you. That's why it's so important that we learn to walk through the doors of the opportunity that God opens for me and you. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Walking Through Your Open Door. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. We're in 1 Kings 17. So, and Elijah the Tishbite, who was of the inhabitants of Gilead, said unto Ahab, As the Lord God of Israel liveth before whom I stand, there shall not be dew nor rain. I like that. Ain't going to be no water from the sky. Ain't going to be no water on the grass. Ain't going to be no water nowhere. These years, but according to my word, that until I say so, it ain't happening. I'm like, go, my man. And of course, and the word of the Lord came unto him saying, give thee hence and turn thee eastward and hide thyself by the brook of Sharif that is before Jordan. And it shall be that thou shalt drink of the brook and I have commanded the ravens to feed thee there. Where did he tell them to command them to feed them? There. It's one of the most important parts of you to be able to understand about you walking through the open door is that it is a specific door that God has opened and it's there that you will receive the provision. If you don't go through that door, you will not receive the provision that God has in store for you because he told them there, which means any of the where you would he would not have received it. So that means that at that point, he can't second guess what God said. He just has to do what God says. At that point, he can't say, well, I think, well, see, I don't believe that this is a good place for me to be able to go. He ought to go where God told him to go. And see, as quiet as it's kept, in the natural, it was not a good place to go. It wasn't. Why? Because remember, he's running from Ahab and Jezebel and their desire to be able to take him out. So he's trying to hide. Everybody say hide. But he told him to go to the brook called Sharif during a time when famine and drought is about to hit. He told him to go to the brook called Sharif in a place where the famine and the drought is about to hit. He said, Pastor, what are you talking about? First of all, it's a brook, which is considered an unlikely place to be hiding. Somebody asked me why. 
because everybody that need water will go to where the water is. So if water is missing and everybody's going to be going to where the water is to get the water and you sitting there by the book, brook, that ain't the place to be hiding. Does that make sense? That's like trying to hide from the police in the police station <laughs> with your picture all up on the wall and everything like that. That's not the place to be hiding. But when God opens for you a door in the natural, it might not look like the place to go. God might tell some of y'all to go to a place that won't look like a place to go. But yet don't use your wisdom and don't deal with the wisdom of man. Deal with the wisdom of God because God know what he's doing. Understand this, brothers and sisters, as you're moving forward into the things that God has in store for you, get accustomed to stepping into unlikely places, receiving from unlikely sources. <laughs> amen, amen. Unlikely places and unlikely sources. Why? Because he said, I got a, a raven that's going to feed you there. A raven is going to feed me? Let me get this right. A raven is a scavenous bird. A raven is a scavenous bird. It's a scavenger. What do you mean by scavenger? It eat anything and everything. And it don't share anything with anybody. It will attack somebody that's got something that it wants. Anybody ever notice even in this city, you'll see pigeons land and they'd be cool, cool. And they'd be like tan up whatever they can find on the ground until you see these blackbirds land. And when the blackbirds land, you ever notice that the, that, that the pigeons get out of Dodge? Anybody ever notice stuff like that? I notice stuff like that. They get out. Why? Because those right there are scavengers. They will attack the pigeon to get what they want. Why? Because I want it, which is an indication of selfishness, which means it's for me. And I don't care if you already got it. It's for me. So they used to taking from not giving to. They don't like land with stuff and give it to the pigeons. They come and peck the pigeon in the head and take it from them. Amen. And so God would then turn around and even have a person who normally is a selfish person will hurt everybody else. I mean, low life, this snake to turn around and be the one that bless your life. That's why you can't look at who it is that it's going to be. Because many of us will think we know the answer. Oh, yes, we do. We think we know it ahead of time. We back to first Kings 17. Because God's got an unlikely source for you. Amen. And and in fact, that place called Sharif for time's sake. Sharif. Is important because why did he tell you the name of the place? It's a place called Sharif. It's a brook called it's a brook called Sharif. That word Sharif means a cutting or separation, a cutting or separation. It also translates a ravine, which is like a deep gully, a cutting or separation. See, because the brook was a place of separation and cutting, separation and cutting. By separation, it means that he he got a chance to be set apart there, set apart cutting himself off from the environment that was troubling him because the environment that he was in before was troubling him. But anytime you're in an environment that's troubling you, God will do one of two things. He'll either solve the situation or separate you even in the midst of the situation. Sometimes he'll separate you from the situation. Sometimes he'll separate you in the midst of the separate in the situation, but one way or another, he about to separate you. It's time for us to get separated by the brook called Sharif. Isn't it interesting that it was a brook called Sharif? Brook represents flowing water. So since it represents flowing water, it represents the word of God, which will then separate you because that's what separates you. See, the water is what separates you. And when it separates you, it separates you off to a place where God can be able to affect you and be able to protect you and to be able to provide for you. Even if it looked like you out in the open and even it looked like you out there with yourself uncovered, God says in the place of separation is where I'm going to cover you. 
You got to get this. In the place of separation, I'm going to cover you. Turn to Psalms 31. Keep your finger at 1 Kings because we're coming back. But go to Psalms 31. I'm going to show you that in the place of separation is where God's going to cover you. <laughs> you don't have to go hide. Remember, it was Adam that when sin entered in, he went and hid in the bushes. God want to get you out the bushes because bushes represent natural, which means he used the natural to hide himself. God said, no. Remember, in, in the kingdom of God, everything that's good is world considers bad. And everything that the world considers bad, God considers good. Up is down and down is up. Are you listening to me? And in order to hide you, he had to uh, put him into an open place because in that open place is where you become separated, whereas he can be able to get to you what he wants to do. Can I do it this way too? God's going to put you out front in the open to be able to get to you what he wants to get to you, which means some of you are not going to be able to get away with walking through your open door quietly, discreetly, kind of like 007 Christians and you know, double aging Christians trying to act like, you know, ain't nothing really happening, but you believe in God, but you won't say it out loud. God's going to put you out there with your expectation for him to cover you. Psalms 31. I know this. Hey, man, it's shouting message, whether you know it or not. I'm just glad y'all ain't shouting. So I got time to get the rest of it in. Verse 19. Oh, how great. Stand to 19. It says, oh, how great is thy goodness. Speaking of the Lord which thou hast laid up for them that fear thee. See, it's one of those secret things that he wants to reveal. Which thou hast wrought for them that trust in thee before the sons of men. Notice where you trust in him, before the sons of men. Because God will put you out there. Oh, yes, he will. God will put you out there. You believe me? Do this. You believe me? Walk on this water. You believe me? Yeah, do this. Because it'll demonstrate your truth. You believe me? Walk through that wall. And you start walking through, you'll be like, on the way, you'll be like, I don't know. See, that show you don't believe me because you're going to run smack dab into it. But if you believe you, it'll open up right in front of you. Are you listening? Because belief is the key that opens the whole thing up. We read on. He said, and you're going to do it before the sons of men. Thou shalt hide them in the secret of thy presence from the pride of men. Thou shalt keep them secretly in a pavilion from the strife of tongues. When you step into that place of separation, you become separated from the strife of men's tongues, men's wisdoms, men's knowledge, and all that other kind of stuff that's going to be attacking you. That word strife actually means a striking against. And so since it's a striking against, then the word slapping you over and over again, that man is telling you, you can't have it, can't do it, you ain't going to be it. Why are you stepping out there like that? Is you crazy? You know, if you're going to do it, at least shut up and don't say nothing out loud about it to nobody else. But remember, that's man's wisdom. God's wisdom say you speak it out loud. Why is that? Because there's a miracle in your mouth. If you don't say what God says, then he can't go in and intervene for you and make it happen in front of you. So when you walk toward that door, you're supposed to say, I believe, I mean, walking toward that wall, you're supposed to say, I believe the wall is open. I believe that wall is open. I believe that wall is open because man's words are going to come slap you and tell you something different. But you got to keep saying what it is that God told you to say and what he told you that you believe because therein will you get a chance to be um, protected. He said in verse number 21, blessed be the Lord. For he have showed me his marvelous kindness, watch this now, in a strong city. He showed me his marvelous kindness in a strong city. I like that. Because when he says in a strong city, that word strong right there means fenced. So check this out. He going to put you out front in front of everybody, but fence you in at the exact same time. 
he going to put you out in the open in front of everybody, but protect you at the exact same time. Because if you go where he tells you to go and do what he tells you to do, God said, I'm going to be right there with you to cover you. Because anybody that believe in me, who that tr- he that trusts in me shall not be ashamed. I'm going to come through for you. All I need you to do is do what I tell you to do. Now go back to first Kings. I'm running out of time. Praise God. <laughs> he said, I got you covered. Why? Because I'm going to show you my goodness in this place of separation. I'm going to show you my goodness in this place of separation. And it's going to be right there in the open where everybody can see it. You got to think about it. Elijah was popular at that time, at least well known, maybe not popular, but he was at least well known. Wasn't popular because, you know, he done just took out a lot of the priests. But at least he well known, which means that next person go to the brook. Wait a minute, ain't you Elijah? That's him. That, that's him. And don't you think they're going to go back and tell everybody? But see, that's man's wisdom. God said, no, you be right there. I'm going to hide you to the point that they can't even see you. I'm going to hide you in such a way as even if they see you, they won't recognize you. I'm going to hide you in such a way where it's no matter what it takes to be able to make sure you get through, I'm going to be right there for you. I might even turn their hearts to be in your favor. And I got a raven feeding you. Unlikely source taking good care of you. Understand this. I'm trying to get this point across. As you're moving forward into the door, don't look for the likely sources and don't look for the likely places. Don't look for unlikely ones either. You don't mind if I balance. I'm a pastor. Because you teach something like this and folk will be like, well, then that means as crazy as it is, I'm just going to, the craziest thing I can think of, I'm going to do. No, no, it ain't what you think of. It's what God shares with you. Because he said, get thee to the brook called Sharif. But can I do this one? Then we close. Even when you walk through an open door, many times the door God opens for you is but a temporary one. That's not for you to live. He didn't tell him to live brought a book called Sharif. He said, you just hang out there basically until your next instructions. We read on. 1 Kings 17. Verse 5. So he went and did according to the word of the Lord, which means he did exactly what the word of the Lord said. For he went and dwelt by the uh, brook Sharif and, and, and that is before Jordan. And, and, and the raven brought him bread and flesh in the morning and bread and flesh in the evening and he drank of the brook. I mean, everything was just comfortable for him. He didn't have to do nothing. Just lay back and rest and receive from God. And it came to pass that after a while that the brook dried up. Everybody said, oh, I thought God opened the door for this brook. Sure did. But the brook dried up because the same God that said I opened doors is the same one that said I closed doors. See, he was laying back getting lazy. Not necessarily. But I will say this. Laying back will get you lazy. He's not fulfilling his calling here because he's a prophet, but he's laying by a brook and God's not going to just put you someplace for you to get and not fulfill what he calls for you to do. So the brook dried up. It could be because of the famine and the drought that hit because, you know, the famine, the, the brook receives his water from the river, which receives his water from the sky. And if it's not raining and dew's not coming, then no more water coming, which means the brook is the place which has the greatest propensity to be able to dry up. Well, it did. The brook dried up, which represents the closing of the door. But with God, people, the closing of one door is accompanied by the opening of another. So if a door gets ready to close on you, don't get nervous. Just listen. Hear what the word of the Lord is to you, because you're going to find out there's another door waiting on you. This is good news. Because... 
There's not one door that's open for you. There's multiple doors that open to you. But in order for you to step through the multiple doors, you got to walk through one door. And then when you get through one door, you might hear another door close. But that's all right. God didn't design you to go backwards. God designed you to go forward into the thing he had in store for you. Because there's another door waiting on you there too. Let's read about that door. It says, of course, verse 7, And it came to pass that after a while that the brook dried up, because there had been no rain in the land. And the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, Arise, get thee to Zarephath. Everybody say Zarephath. Which belongeth to Zidon, and dwell there. Behold, I have commanded a widow woman there to sustain thee. And he arose and went to Zarephath. Stop for a second. This is good. Because the word Zarephath right there means smelting place. Smelting place. Say, what's the significance? A smelting place is a workshop for the refining and smelting of metals. It's a workshop for the refining and smelting of metals. It takes them from one state to a more precious state. It takes them from one state of existence to a more precious state of existence. See, that's good. Everybody wants the more precious state of existence, don't we? But the only thing is a smelting place is a place where you might end up having the next door might be opened up to take you to a smelting place. Because that's a place where there's a lot of heat. Which means that when you get ready to move through some of these doors, there might be more heat after you stepped in through the door. But don't worry about that. Because God is bringing you to a smelting place to be able to raise you up to a higher level of existence. Why? Because there's one level of existence just to receive. It's another level of existence to be able to receive and to give. Or to receive by giving. It's one level of existence where somebody just take care of you. It's a whole nother level of existence where you assist God in helping take care of somebody else. See, plastics melt in heat, but you ain't plastic. Are you listening to me? Heat tempers. Preach, bro. And it also separates the dross because the heat kicks in in such a way where it separates the dross from the, from the, from the metal. And then you skim off the, then the, the, the person will then skim off the, the dross. And then the metal that remains is more valuable than it was before. This heat might show you some of the dross that's in your life. But that's all right. Just skim it off. Don't pull it back in. Skim it back off. Amen. Yeah. Anyway. So here he he went to an unlikely place. Zarephath, which is a place of heat. Now, see, I can talk to y'all because y'all powerful Christians. Remember, he said, I'm speaking this to the people who have who have a little strength. You got some strength. I can handle it. Say, I can handle it. Ain't nothing. Amen. And if it's too hot for you, well, you can't get out the kitchen. Because the other door closed. (laughs) Because the other door (laughs) is your destiny. Go forward. It's your destiny. (laughs) You're gonna be all right. God knows. And it was an unlikely source. What was the unlikely source? A widow woman. Now, back then, everybody say then. Because we ain't talking about now. We're talking about then. Then, widow women in that day were women that were cut off from their sources of income. Because most of the women did not make money on their own. They made it through their husbands. Husbands took care of them. They always had a covering. They either had a back in that day, which is quiet as kept supposed to be operating this day. But I'm going to leave that alone because I don't want to lose nobody. That there was supposed to be a covering that always existed. The covering would go from the father to the husband. Father to the husband. If anything happened to the husband, it would go back to the family because the family would then be responsible for taking care of any person that did not have the covering at that time. It would go back to the family. Why? Because God always wanted to keep you covered. 
Spiritually speaking, under the New Testament, God is our covering. Now, God provides assistance for his covering, which still remains the father, the spouse, family. And he's added one in. It's called the church. Amen. But that's another story. That's why back then the widows used to be taken care of by the church. In Acts chapter six, you see stuff like that because the church is is the new entity that represents him on earth to be able to make sure that they cover. Blessed be the name of the Lord. So anyway, they usually didn't have no money. Going back to the point, usually didn't have no money. But that's usually not necessarily. Because think about it. She could have been loaded. And that might have been a possibility in my man's mind. She might have some bucks. He told me to go to this widow woman. I'm going to go. So he got on up and went over to this widow woman. But let's see what happened with the widow woman when he got there. He said, get thee to Zarephath. And he did. So he arose and went to Zarephath. And when he came to the gate of the city, behold, check it out. The widow woman was there gathering of sticks. And he called on her and said, yo, baby, fetch me. I pray thee a little water and a vessel that I may drink. And, and as she was going to fetch it, he called on her and said, yo, bring me a tuna fish sandwich too. And she said, as the Lord thy God liveth, I have not a cake, but a handful of meal in a barrel and a little oil in a cruise. And behold, I'm gathering two sticks that I might go in and dress it for me and my son. Wait a minute, ain't just one woman, it's a widow woman with a son. That means there might be a loss of more stuff for me in the natural, that we may eat it and die. Wait a minute. All she got is enough to be able to make a cake for her and her son, eat it and die? Dang, this must not be the widow woman God talking about. <laughs> Can't be the one. Why? Because she ain't got nothing. God said, I know. That's why I sent you. Some of the doors that we're going to be walking through are not going to be walking through to people with a lot of bucks. It's not going to be walking through to people with necessarily a lot of things that you can see in the natural. But God said, I know that's why I sent you because see the first level of blessing is for you to be able to walk in and get blessed. The next level of blessing is for you to walk in and become a blessing. And once you begin to start utilizing your faith and trust in God, your ability to hear from God as to what to do and then tell and share with others what they need to do so that they can be blessed. Then your provision will come for you. Can I talk? A lot of us is about to enter into a ministry that God had in store for them. But that ministry is going to be based upon the fact that you coordinate your efforts with God to be able to be a blessing unto somebody else. It ain't going to be about you. It's going to be about them. Well, that's all the way I have time for today. We trust that you are blessed for what the Word of God has to say. Hope that you're seeing that our God does open doors for us that nobody else can shut on us. Doors that He opens so that we can receive what He wants and has prepared for us. Hope that you're not only seeing that it's true, that God really does open doors of opportunity for me and you. But I also hope that you're learning the importance of walking through the doors that God opens for me and you. Otherwise, it'll be just like God never opened the doors that he opened for me and you. And that which he opened the door for us to get will never be got by me and you. I hope that it won't be said of me, and I hope that that won't be said of you. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'd be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. If you're in or visiting San Antonio and surrounding areas, come on by and visit us at Word of Faith. We're located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, 
Saturday afternoons at 4.30 and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation and you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up when you do the church and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. When you get the chance, check out our website. It's at WOFSA.com. That's the first letters of Word of Faith San Antonio. That's WOFSA.com. You'll be blessed when you do, I guarantee you. And don't forget, saints, make sure that you're in church on Sunday. If you're not at work, every child of God needs to be in their father's house on Sunday. There's no substitute for being in church, fellowshipping with other believers, and worshiping God in the house of God. I believe that every born-again believer should say what the psalmist said when he said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. So, if you can be in church on Sunday, then be in church on Sunday. You'll be blessed when you do, I guarantee you. And to all of you who've been a blessing to us by sending words of encouragement by letter or email to us, sharing with us that you've been blessed by the messages and that you're praying for us, I want to say to all of you, thank you. And to all of you who've been so kind to send financial offerings in support of our ministry, we want to say to all of you from the bottom of our heart, thank you. The Bible said, God is not mine. Whatsoever man soweth, that shall he so reap. Well, since all of you have been such a tremendous blessing to all of us, writing words of encouragement to us, praying for us, and even sending financial support to us, we know that God's not going to be mocked concerning you. He's going to do what he said in his word that he would do. That is, make sure you reap what you've sown. So, we thank God in advance for all the blessings that are coming your way because of your being a blessing that you've been to all of us. May God richly bless all of you for blessing us as we endeavor to do what God has called us to do. That is to be a blessing to a blessed people like you. So once again, thank you for being a blessing. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast next week for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you next week. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 